All right, Dana White, welcome back to the show. Thanks. How are you, brother? Good, man. Thanks for checking back in, and uh, especially in front of such a huge card. Um, with all the stuff that's happened so far, all the interviews you've done, and then all the stuff that's came to light, and the videos, and the media, the content, is there anything that we should still know that hasn't been out? Is there any new updates? In- <laughs> <laughs> um, no, listen, we're here at the um, getting ready to go out to, to the press conference right now, and uh, you know this is going to be the first time you know that I've seen Connor, and that a lot of people have seen Connor. Um, he, he did an incredible interview with, uh, Stephen A. Smith yesterday. That thing's getting some traction all over the place today, but today's going to be the, really the first time everybody gets to see him other than Stephen A. Does a lot of people feel like he's on, on like a new, uh, feeling a lot better for this fight, a lot more confident, taking a lot more serious than the previous fight? He definitely is. That's a fact, but the betting lines show that people think, uh, right. that he's not going to win. Uh, he's, yeah. he's actually the, you know, it's the, it's got to be one of the first times that Connor's come in as a as a uh, underdog. Does that surprise you pretty well? Yeah, yeah, it's surprising. It, you know, the big question going into this fight, you know, the kid the kid just came out on the cover of Forbes. He's the he's the uh, number one highest paid athlete of the year in all of sports. You know, when you make that kind of money, can you still be hungry to fight? I feel like he is. He's going to answer that question on Saturday. <laughs> I feel like he is. I don't know the level of Poirier, but I definitely feel like he is. He's came back many times and uh, I feel it came out pretty strong. I feel less so too. Um, I agree with you. You said that there was going to be a, a packed weekend in Vegas as well. You Garth Brooks and you got some other events, Justin Bieber and some other things going on at the same time. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so T-Mobile Arena sold out 20,000 plus. We got Raider Stadium sold out with Garth Brooks. Um, Rogan and, and Chappelle sold out the MGM Grand Garden Thursday and Friday night. You got Bieber over at, uh, at Wynn. He's sold wow. out. Drake is playing somewhere, and I, I, I would assume he is sold out. Yeah. Like All these events are going on. I can keep going, yeah. and they're all sold out. So you said there's going to be a long list of celebrities coming to the actual UFC fight. Can you list any or, or name any that they're going to come, or is it not yet? Bieber's coming, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Um, um, Trump is coming. Oh, cool. Bob Kraft, um, Jared Leto, David Spade, uh, Chappelle. I mean, I, I, I could go on for 15 minutes ripping off names. Um, um, Travis Barker and... and Kardashian, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. On, on the, on the, on the Connor, like it factor that he's had this, this whole time, how he's been so big before all of his fights, how much has that has fell off? I mean, he was, he was such a big star and, and, and is it stayed the same? I mean, he is, is he as big of a star as he always has been or has it fell off a little bit or has it gotten more or, or what are we looking at? Like you were there before this fight Bigger. now. I, I, I think it's bigger. Um, you know, this 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 fight coming together is the perfect storm. You got Vegas reopening with all this stuff going on and people just begging for an excuse to come to Vegas. This very unique uh, weekend for, for as badass and as big as Vegas and all the things that have ever happened here, I don't know if this has ever happened. We've had so much entertainment in one weekend Man. and it's all sold out. Um, and then you got the Poirier-McGregor three, like – the perfect trilogy 
it, it just it's it's all just the perfect storm this weekend. But to say that Connor has declined um, is would be silly. He's only gotten bigger. What is the sleeper fight of this uh, card, in your opinion? Well, I mean, the main event is overshadowing everything. Aside right now, the that. sleeper card is the co-main event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the sleeper fight is the co-main. Burns and uh, Wonder Boy. <clears throat> Nobody's talking about this fight. Why? Why is that? Madness. Because everybody's talking about the main event. You know, this is one of those spillover events that spill over into the casual fans that watch, you know, one or two a year. And uh, it's all about McGregor and Pay. Wow. What about, what about, uh, so next weekend, uh, you have Islam headlining an event. What is your, what is your take on someone like Islam, like coming up? Like you've seen Habib come up, you've seen uh, Connor come up. When you see someone like Islam at, at the stage at the rat, what, what did you think, what do you think of as a promotion? Yeah, we're headlining him on this show. And, uh, you know, this is his opportunity to come out and show the world who he is. We think, we think, we think enough of him to make him the main event. Nice. So now he has a big break at least. And then um, how do you turn – I was going to ask you this as well. Like you get a lot of – like when you post things out, sometimes you fire back you fire back at fans, uh, you know, and you spend time doing that. Sometimes you don't. How do you turn it off, the negativity? Because obviously the, the more successful you get, we've talked about in the past, the more negativity you get thrown at you and, and that you have to deal with. How do you turn it off? How, how do you get past it and continue moving forward and not I let don't. it like drain you down? I, I love it. You love it. I right? love it. I, I eat it up, man. Yeah, I, I actually really love it. And if you ever see me, like yesterday, there was a dude on Brett Akimoto's because I was reading Brett Akimoto's uh, comments and I just started to read some of the comments and I'm like, how can any of you guys be UFC fans and quote and be such massive fucking pussies? Um, you know, then fucking they go crazy and i start looking at i gotta be in the mood to do that you know i'm in the mood yeah. and uh and i start looking one guy's wearing a spider-man suit like seriously wearing one not like on halloween and shit and i'm like i'm fighting with a guy who fucking wears a spider-man suit you know um this is this is fucking awesome <laughs> i love it yeah fucking grown-ass man walking around with a spider-man costume on and not halloween like this guy like thinks he's spider-man or something and then I then I said to him, you know what? Now I feel bad. I see you're a grown man wearing a Spider Man outfit. Now I feel bad. Sorry, Spidey. There <laughs> <laughs> <Look at> goes that. <laughs> all right, fellas, you want to help support the podcast? I know you do. All this content, all these interviews with these fantastic guests that we're putting out for you. Well, now you can, and you can save twenty percent off and get free shipping by getting the best below-the-waist men's grooming products on the market. I'm talking about Manscaped. All you got to do is go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, enter code Quick at checkout, twenty percent off and free shipping. Quick is my nickname. It is not how you use the product. Uh, don't be silly, fellas. Come on. Uh, but Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and now they have the new Lawnmower 4.0, which is next level, the best trimmer on the market ever made. What makes it different? It has skin-safe replacement ceramic blades, controllable LED lights, wireless charging dock, and a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology, and it's even waterproof. They also have a full line of hygiene and grooming products like the Shears 2.0 Luxury Nail Kit, Crop Mops, Preserver, Reviver, and a lot more. Manscaped has everything you need to appeal to your lady friend, but don't thank me. 
think yourself by going to manscaped.com, entering code QUICK, get 20% off, get free shipping. It's a win-win for you. It's a win-win for us, and you're supporting the podcast. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. Mike Swick, he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys i know everybody wants to go to thailand because thailand's so cool but you can't come to thailand without coming to aka thailand come on as a promoter what is your what is your pet peeve um you know in professionalism from fighters like i know you don't like fighters missing weight i know you don't like fighters that don't give all when they fight what is the number one thing you hate the most as far as like effort wise from a fighter? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, you know, it, it depends on the person. I don't ever expect fighters to be perfect and, and, and to, you know, I, I expect them to be as professional as they possibly can be. And by professional it means making weight, you know, showing up on time to the stuff that we have to, to have to do. Um, but, uh, on the flip side, there's so many different guys with so many different personalities that I might not necessarily love what they do, but the fans do. So um, it's like the, the, uh, the Diaz brothers, you know, they're, they're anti-establishment, they're very anti-authority and things like that. You know, they used to drive me crazy when, when, when I was younger, but look at, look at what it turned them into. They're huge superstars. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, they're quirky in their ways, but they're really not bad guys and, and they're not really hard to deal with. Yeah. You know, at the time when Nick wasn't showing up for press conferences and stuff, Nick was going through real shit. Like Nick has like anxiety issues and, and things like that. So, um, what he was going through was real. And, uh, but all that stuff is what made them who they are and made them as popular as they are. Yeah. I mean, what's good that, that, that turned out better for him. What, what do you see as far as this fight going, as far as the buys, the pay-per-view buys you said, you said you're trying, you're trying to get people to buy them early this time because I, they've been having problems buying them at the time. Cause there's so many people buying them at one time. How's it looking so far? Well, yeah, well, I haven't been trying to what basically what I've been saying to people is like, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to, 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 to buy the fight early or whatever, but I'm just telling you, I'm going to see the fight. I'm yeah. going to be there sitting in my seats and I'm not going to miss it. Yeah. If you want to see this fight and you don't want any issues, you should probably buy it. We got the most pre-buys ever for any event we've ever had. And not just um, through ESPN, but on fight pass too. So you don't want to be one of the 2 million people on Saturday night trying to buy at the same time. And, and listen, it is what it is. I don't care how good, your system is when you're streaming and you have two million people trying to jump on at the same time, yeah. you're going to have issues. So if you know you're going to be home on Saturday and you're going to watch the fight, 
Why not just turn on the TV and buy it tonight? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and so this is the what what four p.m. Vegas time for you, right? Six a.m. Yeah. So the first fight. Wait. So it's yeah. four four p.m. Yeah, right no, now. The first fight. The, the the main card. The main card is is uh is um starts at seven o'clock. Okay. On the uh on the West Coast in Vegas time, but I I think it's four. Uh, no, six, eight, and ten okay. for the West Coast, the East Coast. I mean, right? Six, eight, and ten. Nice. Yeah, six, eight, and ten for for the East Coast. So the the early prelims start at six o'clock. The ESPN prelims, which are fucking awesome, uh, start at eight o'clock, and the main card starts at ten. Yeah, I'm gonna watch them all, and and I wish you luck, sir. Um, is there anything else we need to know? Um, this is probably one of the last interviews you're going to do, I assume. You got the, the weigh-ins tomorrow, and then you got the fight Saturday. Um, anything we need to know that, that that changed or updated, or everything's good to go, same as normal? No, everything's good, man. Um, it's good to it's good to do an interview with somebody who knows what they're talking about instead of like somebody's fucking nitwits <laughs> on try. MSNBC and fucking shit like that it's good so thank you it's sir. good talking to you thank you sir i appreciate it i got a guy i got i got i got a fucking guy on msnbc that we're doing an interview with this fucking nitwit doesn't know how to pronounce poirier's name and thinks <laughs> that i signed fucking jake paul to an agreement and he's under contract with me then wants to talk to me about fighter pay oh yeah yeah let's it sounds like you really did your homework and you got your shit together Let's talk about wow. very controversial things with you, you fucking moron. Wow. <laughs> I did better than that on two hours sleep, so I feel, yeah, I feel exactly. much better. You, you, yeah, you, you, you sound like you're still laying in bed, but your interview was way better. <laughs> it was, I, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm shocked you said that. I'm like scared to death this interview sucks, but I'm trying so hard. It's a good thing this is TV or people would think you were still laying in bed doing this interview. Is that, sorry, man. I'm sorry. I gotta get more excited. Anyway, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you always taking the time out for me. You uh, you helped me last month. Came on, shared some good information. And you did it again. Now you're laughing. I don't know if you're laughing with me or at me, but uh, I'm assume I'm assuming I'm assuming it's kind of a mixture of both. So I'm like cool with that because I'm still kind of tired. So I don't want to put that much of a fight up. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you. I love I love I love you, kid. Love nice you too, man. Nice talking to you, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you so much. Later, buddy. Mike.